Well, good afternoon and welcome to episode 258 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. How the hell are you guys doing today? It is Friday. Yay. Uh, January 8th, 2021. Uh, so I'm sure most of you guys are happy to see it be Friday. Uh, myself being unemployed at the moment, it doesn't really matter what fucking day it is. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we're not going to get into that. Uh, I see the other ground. Uh, God damn it. Let me start again. I see the OG army is uh, showing up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys along for the ride. Um, feel free to call in about anything you want to talk about. I don't really have any topics today, but you guys are not surprised in the least bit. Since, since I never really have much in the way of topics, we always just let the show go in whatever direction it wants to go. Uh, if you don't want to call in, but you still want to participate, go ahead and type stuff out in the chat box. I'll try to keep track of all of it, although I do admit I'm really bad at it. So if I don't respond to your thing, it's because I suck at it, not because you're a bad person. All right. I see Caps is in the uh, chat box already. Uh, so I'm sure it's going to be a hell of a show. <clears throat> Excuse me. As far as my personal life, it was a rest day for working out. So it was an awesome day for working out. <laughs> I got all my reps in. I'm so happy about that. Uh, let's see. Otherwise, it's my anniversary. Yay. It's my fourth wedding anniversary today. Uh, we did not do a damn thing. Uh, my wife worked today. So she headed off to work around 11 o'clock and is there right now. Serving swarm of the people. Um, she'll get off work at like 7 or 8 o'clock. So I may or not may or may not be awake since, as you guys know, uh, I go to bed super duper early. Um, and, you know, that's fine. I already I already got her her uh, anniversary gift like a couple weeks ago. Uh, so we didn't have to worry about that. Um, she didn't get me anything, but I don't really expect her to because uh, realistically, it's my money either way. <laughs> that's not true. You know, she makes decent money now uh, with her jobs. Uh, but before the, that, it was pretty much my money because she had a little bullshit jobs. Um, but, uh, but that's not fair for me to say, uh, but no, she didn't give me anything and I'm not too worried about it. There's what is she going to get me? <laughs> right. Um, what I'm going to get myself for our anniversary is probably a hat. I looked around a little bit today. That was one of the things I did and I didn't have much luck because it turns out I have a gigantic head. So tomorrow I have to go to some place that is actually for hats. Uh, I'm going to be going, going to, going to be going someplace called Henry the Hatter which has the distinction of being the oldest hat store in the United States. Uh, it's like the longest running, I guess. It was started in like 1893 or some shit like that. <clears throat> I'm not going to that particular store, uh, but he only, because we're, which is in downtown Detroit, I'm going to the, the other store that he opened in Southfield, uh, which is like a 20 or 30 minute drive away from me. I don't feel like driving down to downtown Detroit. I'm sure the uh, Southfield one will be just fine. Uh, I was kind of reluctant, though, because when I went to their website, I didn't really find any uh, hats that fit me either. So I went ahead and gave them a call and uh, um, they confirmed while they, they didn't really have their in inventory in front of them. Obviously, they confirmed that they did have at least some double X. Uh, uh, so XXL uh, hats, which is the size that I need, not XL, XXL. So double XL uh, is my because uh, when I measured my forehead uh well my head circumference rather it was 24 and a half inches that's a big old melon my friends um so um i'm going to be going there tomorrow to check it out and if they do not have any what suits my needs there <clears throat> excuse me i don't mind to mean to 
clear my throat in your ears. That's really rude. But regardless, uh, if they don't have anything that I want, I have seen several things online I can order. However, they have like arrival dates of January 22nd for some reason. Apparently, uh, silly hats are, are like are quite in demand right now. So you're not going to get them really quick. <sighs> I swear to God, I love those little dogs, but they're, they're riled up because mom's gone. And, and she, so she should be getting home at some time. They don't they can't tell time that good. Uh so they keep on looking outside and whenever they look outside, they see squirrels or birds or like robbers or whatever, or possibly deer and, and bark. Normally they're not this bad. Oh, we have a caller. Hello there, cats. What can I do for you today? Haha, Passive J. I have fooled you again. It is I, Axel Rotten, social justice warrior and hacker extraordinaire. Well, um, hello, sir. How can I do for you today? I'm doing pretty good. How's your hard drive doing, asshole? Uh, well, I don't know. Um, my personal security, I feel, is pretty safe. Uh, I certainly don't want to rile you up, sir, because obviously you have the capacity to break into Podbean stuff. So um, I would Listen, hope- son, I don't want to alarm you, but you might want to check your passwords, especially in relation to Podbean. Uh, well, uh, I don't really want to go into that, sir. Uh, what can I do? Anyways... Listen here, I just called to give everybody an update on Homeboy88. He's crying into his Cheerios and he's about ready to quit again. Little pussy. His friend, his friend Cap and Donnie, his friend's Cap and Donnie Womack sold him out. And now he's talking shit about you, Jay. He thinks you're a pussy too. So step up, punk. (sighs) Sir, I don't really want to get involved in any of this. Um, that's, that's not my thing. Uh, what, that's, Whatever you and homeboy have got going on is, is your deal. Uh, if you want to come in here and start messing with my show, that's a completely different thing. I prefer if you didn't do that. And if you do, then obviously I'll have to address that as best as I can. Uh, but as I've mentioned, you know, homeboy isn't like the co-host of the show. He's got nothing to do with it. Really. He's just one of the guests that calls in. Uh, so if you got an issue with him, that's fine. You, you work it out between you and him. I've got nothing to do with this shit. So <clears throat> please uh, keep that shit to yourself. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, let's see. I don't know. <laughs> kind of hard to move on from that shit, isn't it? <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we got to talk about. Uh, well, we don't have anything offhand. Uh, oh, wait, well, you know what? I wasn't done talking about hats, God damn it. <laughs> Which is uh, probably not the most interesting topic, but we're going to go with it. Um, <clears throat> what do you guys think? I've already, I pretty much got it down to, I think I want like a, uh, a pork pie hat which uh, if you don't know what a pork pie hat looks like, uh, look it up because it's kind of hard to describe them. They're, they're a hat. Uh, now, the, the issue is there's like several different varieties and qualities of those. You know, um, Basically, there's two price points. So there's the $50 to $100 wool uh, um, pork pie hats, but then there's also like the $120 to $150 like leather pork pie hats. And... Uh, I'm not quite quite sure which one I'd be interested in. I'll be honest with you, the the leather one looks kind of cool, but I'm not sure if a leather uh, pork pie head is kind of overdoing it, so to speak. <laughs> you know, uh, not to mention they're significantly more expensive than the wool ones. Uh, so I don't know. I, I I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you guys think do you guys think a leather pork pie hat would be over would be overdoing it too much, especially going from someone who uh, um, doesn't wear hats? Which, by the way, my wife is not a fan of this idea at all. <clears throat> She uh, likes my hair for some fucking strange reason. Uh, she says, you know, if you wear a hat too much, you'll get, you know, you'll get uh, 
baldness, which I'm not sure is true or not. I think that's mostly heredity. I don't think it has much to do with what you wear in a hat or not. Um, but yeah, but she's not, she's not liking it. She goes, she's like, well, when will you get a chance to wear it? You don't go any place. You, you're not going to wear it around the house. I'm like, well, I might wear it around the house. I'm starting to get upset with her how much she doesn't like the idea. Uh, Cause I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I plan to battle this with pointing out that even if I get a fucking expensive hat, uh, it'll be only about as expensive as what I bought her for her fucking <laughs> her anniversary, uh, which was a, which, which was a nice pendant and such. Um, so <clears throat> I don't really think I'll get too much pushback on that, but uh, I do want do want to know you guys' opinion. You guys think something like that would look too silly? Because uh, obviously, a uh, pork pie hat is accepting a certain level of silliness in your life to, to start off to start off with. Um, so, so, but a leather one on top of that is is really committing. So, I guess the question is, do I really want to commit that to that sort of thing? <clears throat> Although, if I'm going to buy a functional one, a leather one would be the appropriate one right now because it's fucking winter out and shit right yeah i should just get the leather waterproof one um <laughs> i know I'm, I'm obsessing about fucking hats way too much i do this about everything if i get interested in a subject i normally go way overboard uh i you know uh, i don't i don't do anything casually i've told you guys that before i don't do anything in moderation if i'm into something i'm overboard into it uh that's which is why i try my best to keep my interests harmless at best and try, not too expensive. I try to find things that I can obsess about that aren't going to fucking end me, end me up in jail or have me cost all my money. <laughs> it's hard to do sometimes. Um, apparently that's, uh, oh, Cap says turbans. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if I could do a turban. You know, it, it, I see him around here all the time because he obviously Detroit being a Middle Eastern, uh, um, basin uh like there's more middle eastern people in detroit than anywhere but the middle east um so you see tons of turbans <clears throat> excuse me but yeah yeah i obsess about shit uh i get it honestly my dad was the same way if he was into something he was super duper into it uh as a matter of fact he when he passed away uh, a friend of his who i'd never met before and never met again uh told a story like you know you, you know the point where people get up and talk about uh, uh you know the, people, the person had died and uh, there's a there's a fair amount of people for my dad, which surprised me because, you know, uh, when I knew him in his later part of life, he didn't really ha hang out with anybody or do anything. Cause, but it's, oh, almost the entire time I knew him, he was sickly. So he was a different person back in the day. Uh, but regardless, this guy told a story about uh, uh, how one of the things about my dad that impressed him the most with it was that he was 100% into whatever he did. Uh, he told a story. He said, well, I, he goes, a good example of that is, uh, I saw your, uh, is I saw Jay one day and, you know, and he, I asked him what he's doing and he said, Oh, I'm, sort of, I'm getting into those, uh, you know, into those, uh, uh remote control cars or radio, I rail. I don't remember what he called them. They were the ones where you, where you pull the trigger. And this is back in the sixties, the seventies, I believe where you pull the trigger and they go around the track, you know, the, the, the harder you squeeze the trigger, the faster they go. Uh, but these were like the, but these weren't like the, the, ones that you got your kids these are like uh more professional models like they they had shops where they built where they had the tracks built up and you went there and raced and you know and you had different types of uh uh cars that would go faster or slower depending on what type of contacts you had to the electrical thing and what, and what type of tires you put on them and all that good stuff well he said how uh he saw my dad and he had been and he had asked him what he was up to. And he said he'd recently got into you know, messing around with these. He said, it's a pretty cool hobby. I'm enjoying it. 
Um, and he's like, oh, that's really cool. He said he saw my dad a year and a half later. And at that point, my dad owned a shop uh, <laughs> that bought and sold those cars and had a racetrack in it and held events and things like that. So um, my dad was a, a 100% type of person. So I get that naturally. Um, <clears throat> so, and now, and since I know that about myself, I just try to make sure that I, if I'm going to obsess about something, it isn't something too harmful to me. Because you know, back in the past, there were a couple of things that probably were. <laughs> Are you guys like that? Are any of you guys super duper into stuff when you get into it? Uh, you can't do anything casually. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. God, you know what? Let me get the water. <clears throat> I don't know. Why don't we go over to the OG and find, find a topic? Uh, let's see. Uh, Chuck Liddell is holding a contest over there. If anyone was interested, um, it's a Photoshop uh, contest, and uh, it's a bullshit. I don't know. I guess that's the best way I can put it. I'm not too enthused with this. Uh, Chuck Liddell showed up on our uh, internet forum a couple weeks ago. And uh, he posted back on there way back in the day, and I'm talking like 15, 20 years ago or some shit like that. Uh, I've never seen a poster. I started posting in that forum in 2012, and that was long after a lot of the old school people were gone. Um, but he showed up and says, hey, what's going on? And uh, basically he announced he's going to have a, a series of contests to uh, erase charity uh, for your money for charity and all this good stuff, which seems like a good idea. Uh, but, uh, and I got out of the thread really quickly because a lot of people seemed very unhappy to hear him. They thought he was just shilling for money, <clears throat> which he is, obviously. He's, you know, he, it's not like, it's not like he's been hanging out in that uh, forum for a while, but a lot of people seemed upset about that, despite the fact it seems like he's shilling for charities, which doesn't seem like a bad thing, really, right? I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, uh, but when I looked into one of his things, like his, his first contest is out. It's like Photoshop, uh, Tito and something to win a, like a, a signed figurine. Uh, but the, uh, the, the catch to that is you have to buy something from this website that he's promoting and supposedly the money from that will go to charity. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not and what the percentages are. I've, which is why I think the, uh, OG, the forum, uh, not the show is having a fit because I think the percentages probably will show up that, you know, uh, that Chuck, good old Chuck's probably making money from this. <coughs> and the LG doesn't like that. The OG is way happy to support its own, but don't be there for 20 years and then show up and try to like, uh, do a charity thing that actually makes you money and then uh, have us expect to be impressed by it. So if you're listening, Chuck, you should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> or not. Maybe I'm wrong. It's a 100% a charity thing. And I'm dissing some guy that's just trying to help out people. <laughs> All right. I guess we need an actual topic today. Let's go over to, to uh, the OG, as I said I was going to before. <laughs> Feel free to call in, by the way. I mean, I would really like to uh, have someone besides the hacker call into my show uh, before it's over. I, you know, I know I've been doing solo shows for a while now, and I don't need anybody to call in to uh, amuse you guys. At least I would hope not. But you guys have to remember... 
it's not as much fun for me to do a show a solo show and i'm not talking about stress or oh my god I'm, i can't entertain people without someone else to talk to or any of that good stuff i've managed to convince myself uh through you guys' great support that I actually can do this. That doesn't mean it's fun. It's no fun, dude. I like having people to talk to. Listen to myself talk for an hour is fucking lame, you know? So I hope that uh, we, we are, the callers seem to come in lulls. Like, I'll, we'll have like two or three great days of people calling in, like from the second that I start till the second that I end. Then you'll have two or three days where no one's really calling in. Uh, the numbers that pe people listening are about the same. So it's not that it's just, I don't know. I guess you guys get sick of talking to me, but you don't get sick of listening to me. <laughs> so while I'm happy to entertain you guys solo, I truly mean it when I say, feel free to call in about whatever you like, because, um, I like talking to people <laughs> at this point. The only person I ever talk to anymore is my wife. And, uh, uh, I love her to death, but that's getting old. <laughs> you can't really talk about so much shit, you know? She comes home, I ask her what her day, how her day went. And she's like, hey, it was work. I'm like, okay, that's a good point. Would anything interesting happen? And most of the time it's like, no. And then she'll go watch her shows. You know, I don't give a shit about what she's watching even a little bit. And ever since the recliner on the other side of the love seat broke, I don't really sit with her. So, um, which I couldn't too much anyway. She watches horrible, horrible TV shows. You know, um, you guys are mostly married. How do you, how do you interact with your, uh, uh wife or husband? Um, and by that, I mean, let's say you guys both have the same day off. Uh, how does your day go? I mean, do you spend the entire day together? You guys spend part of the day together? Do you spend absolutely none of the day together except for what random tasks throw you together in the same room? Uh, how does that work for most of you guys? For my wife, me and my wife, we basically just do, do our thing. Uh, keep in mind, it's a ridiculously small house. My house is like 980 square feet. So when I'm doing my thing and she's doing her thing, we're literally about 20 feet from each other within with it. If her TV's turned down, it's like a easily a pretty easy talking distance. So, but I'll, but we'll spend the entire day that way of her hanging out on a couch, watching TV and me back here fucking around on the, on the internet. Um, and she expressed, um, upset with that occasionally uh but for most part she seems okay with it because whenever I, I point out to her that she's more than welcome to come back here and hang out with me or that i'm more than happy to come up and hang out with her if she's not watching something that i consider stu super stupid um <laughs> but the fact being the fact is she'd much rather just watch what she wants than watch something that i want to get me to hang out with her so and i don't have an issue with this i know some i guess families don't work like that uh but growing up that's how it worked at my house too uh my mom and my stepdad didn't spend a ton of time together. My mom spent her day cleaning the house um, and watching her uh, soap operas. That was, that was her day. And then, you know, and then making dinner and then watching like her evening shows. <clears throat> my dad at night after dinner might sit with her an hour or two and watch shows with her. But he's far more likely uh, once they... Uh, had the basement built up to his own little hangout space to go downstairs and watch uh, TV or even more likely than that, go back out to the garage to fill with whatever he was fucking with that day. And this like, so cause for a day, uh, his day off would either be fucking around in the garage with something or downstairs watching TV or fucking around with whatever he's, you know, doing downstairs or reloading bullets or some shit like that. My point being, they didn't spend hardly any time together about once a week or two, they would go out to eat dinner. Uh, and, uh, Every once in a great while, they would go over to their friend's house, and that was them. Um, it wasn't until I was 
much later in my life that I was told that that's not normal for all families. Um, so, but I just, but the thing being that I haven't talked to a ton of people about this, so I don't know what the percentages are. I don't know if everybody's uh, families had the, the husband and wife spend significant amounts of time together and my parents were not normal or vice versa. So, you know, feel free to call if any of you guys have a insight on that. Um, I mean, uh, and not that it matters right now, as far as my, me and my wife goes, in addition to being at work right now, she's also on a commission, so to speak. Uh, so it will not be much of an anniversary night for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm just actually hoping that she, uh, uh, gets back in commission before Monday where I take her to the airport and she flies away for two weeks to visit her family in Florida while I stay here at home and hang out with the dogs. <laughs> so, so that would, that would be kind of a bummer if she's not ready by a Monday. Cause that's good. That'd be a pretty, you know, I don't know, you know about you guys, but, uh, it'd been about a, almost a week beforehand cause she mistimed her, uh, period. So we had no clue what was going on. So if I don't get it in before Monday, that's going to be what about a month. That's not going to be awesome. <laughs> that's not going to be awesome at all. So, so yay, mother, Na mother nature, get that shit out of the way before Monday. <laughs> uh. Oh God, you guys are arguing in the chat. I don't know. I'm not even reading the chat box today where I'm not, I'm not into it <laughs> most days. I would be into that. So, which means I don't think we'll be doing the read the chat box segment today because it's a little bit feisty in there. <sighs> you know, what we are going to do today because it's Friday. We're going to do uh, one of my favorite Friday segments. They don't do we don't do this every Friday, but we're certainly going to do it today. Uh, uh, it's Music Friday. So, uh, if you guys have any music videos that you music videos, <laughs> any any music that you want to share with the class, uh, now's the time to post it. Uh, throw up a YouTube link and I can actually uh, download it and, and play it on the show. Uh, we'll do a couple of those. And I also have one of my own to share with you guys. Uh, does anybody have anyone they want to, anything they want to start off with before I share mine with you? I'll give you guys a couple seconds to, um, actually I'll give you guys like a minute or so, because I'm sure you guys didn't just have like YouTube open and, and, a, and a music uh, song that you wanted, like just on tap. So <laughs> that's a little much to ask for. Um, my song, huh, I will tell you about before I play it, and then hopefully you guys will come up with something before it reaches that point. Uh, my song uh, came to me in the method that I am kind of embarrassed to admit quite a few of my songs that I like do um, by commercial. <laughs> by commercial, I mean watching a commercial for something and catching the background music and liking it. Um, this has happened to me several times. Uh, some examples of this is a song that I can't remember the name of or what the band is, but some chick singing and it's almost like a fifties ska, you know, uh, kind of style hip. And, uh, it comes from a Heineken fucking commercial. I mean, I'm not the song originally. Now these are songs that you know, were originally songs and then they were adapted to a commercial. So it's, it's not like I'm jamming to like the, the McDonald's jingle or anything like that. They're, they're real songs. Um, but, um, granted it's a kind of a weird spot to find them. I don't remember, you know, actually I do. I, but the song that I'm going to play for you guys now, I, I believe it was a fucking Kia soul, uh, commercial. 
if not that, something like that. It was like some sort of a Kia Soul or a Toyota something, some sort of like small SUV. It was supposed to be hip kind of, you know, as uh, trendy for the young kids kind of vehicle. Uh, and I, I assumed the vehicle was probably fucking trash. But the song they played in the background was kind of cool. So I'm going to play it for you guys now. Tell me what you think about it. Takes a moment for it to load up. So it will give us just a second here and we'll be rolling with you. Oh, Daniel came up with something. We'll play yours afterwards, Daniel. Give me a second. Yeah. Rain and shine, the gold stay on my mind. Grind hard over beats every day we try. I'm on the comeback like the surgery. 300 shows on the world can murder me. The time shit quicker than an F1 pilot on stage. It's a drug with your walk and try it. I'm a quiet ride and ride by design. Hell snow, I always got your back though. Rain and shine. For dead. Next time my advice ain't for the head Cause the heart's too strong I just long that I might be stopping me in the song Now selling rhymes is a torture process I'm blessed and I'm oh, stepping wait, up No, 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 wait, wait That's not the fucking version I heard before <laughs> That is not the version that I have on my, on my fucking, um Spotify list. I hate that shit. God damn it. That's similar. Uh, you know, it's the same backbeat and the you know and all that good stuff, but it's not the same fucking lyrics. Or it sound doesn't sound like it doesn't even sound like the same dude singing it. Oh, I'm so unhappy now. <laughs> so I'm sorry, guys. You guys get you guys get the idea though. Um anyways, uh let's see what David had. We're gonna throw his thing into the old uh uh converter. Um and see what it comes up with. Ready to do it's initializing. Come on, you can do this. Come on. I think we might need to start it over. Give me just a second. We're gonna put this bad boy boy in. This is better be really good, Daniel. I'm going through a lot of effort for you, sir. Initializing. Come on, you can do it. Come on. This worked perfectly beforehand. I blame Daniel. Oh, well, we'll come back to that. Daniel, hopefully it'll initialize at some point. Right now it's just spinning there in infinity, so there's not much I can do about it. Let's go back to it. Maybe it's ready. It is not. Okay, well, we have lost our ability to convert YouTube's to MP3s, so that's so much for that fucking segment. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in life right now. My song was the wrong song, and now the converter won't work anymore, so we can't put any more in. I failed you guys. I failed you as a host. I failed you as a person. Really, you guys should all just log off right now. This show's not even worth listening to. I'm just going to go go to bed, I think. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, there's someone new on the uh, chat box. Girl Wolf Moonlight, who is hungry and bored as fuck. Well, you are at the wrong show because I have no food and I'm not that interesting. So, <laughs> okay, maybe mildly interesting. So, we shall see if we can entertain you guys for another half hour. Because they look at that, a whole half hour has gone by. Um, you guys got anything you want me to focus on? I mean, you guys, I don't do politics. Uh, if you guys want to call in about politics, you're more than welcome to. You're 
this is definitely a platform for your ranting and raving. I just don't really have much of an opinion on myself, so don't, don't expect a response. Uh, other than that, I'm more than happy to participate in any kind of conversation you guys would like. I am mostly in the nerd shit myself. Uh, oh, hey, Sly is calling in. Yay, one of my favorite people and friends of the show. It is Sly Dog. How you doing, boss? Go ahead, Sly. We got you, boss. Can you hear me? I certainly can. So uh, something occurred to me today. Today What's I that? got kicked out of my gym. No, I'm not surprised <laughs> in the least bit. I mean, what happened? Uh, I wasn't innocent, but I was no, I'm sure you were. You know, 100% I, I can, guilty. <laughs> I got like I got like so, three no. guesses, and I don't know. <laughs> I got one guess, actually. I don't. Uh, do you want me to guess, or are you just, just going to tell us? It's all right. I got a backup gym that I go to anyway, but it just <laughs> sucks because you know I I don't get to work out there anymore. That gym was fun, but anyway, <laughs> it occurred to me you ninety nine point nine percent of people can't mm -hmm. stick to a workout routine, and I've critiqued some of your workouts, uh -huh. and. I'm sorry, bro, because at least you can commit and, and stick to it. That's better yeah. than most people. No, that's true. Yeah, I, I, you know, I do my shit every day, um, five days a week. I might not like it. It might not be that effective. <laughs> uh, I believe 90% of my problems are calorie-related. I just can't eat enough. So, you know, <clears throat> but that's my fault. That's, you know, that's my fault. Yeah, one other thing. that that lounge is open, but it's oh, only it? open at, it has a heated tent. Oh, 25 people. So oh. you go check it out sometime. All right. Well, yeah, you, you, keep in mind though, that in about a week or so, I think the 14th or 15th, in, in, unless she jacks us over again, the governor is going to open everything up and it'll be back to normal that we could, then we can hang out properly. So I'm looking forward to that. As I mentioned, my wife's going to be gone for two weeks. So I'll be bored out of my fucking mind with nothing but time to, uh, to, to fucking waste. That would be wonderful, man. Keep up yeah. the good work, and the show is the show has been fun. All right, thanks, boss. I appreciate it. We're gonna have to go drinking. Woohoo! <laughs> it's Sly Dogs, folks. Sly Dog, folks. Uh, oh, cool. We got another caller. Oh shit, man. What's going on, Jitsu? You there, sir? Go right ahead. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Shit, yeah, I can. What the What's fuck, going? bro? What's going on, boss? Dude, my wife, yeah, she just peed yeah. on a stick, bro. I'm oh. about to have another kid, man. Fuck oh. yeah, bro. Oh, it's good news. Yay, you never know how. You always got to wait till the, you know, they finish that because you don't know which way it's going to go. So, congratulations. Awesome. Dude. I'm fucking stoked. I'm going to be a dad at 45. Oh, have you, have you had any kids before? Yeah, I got a two-year-old. I'm really fucking tired. I should have snipped my balls like about a year ago. Now I'm going to have two. Well, you know, at least they're close together, right? You don't want to have like a big gap. Like, uh, I'm like fucking 16 years older than my, uh, one of my sisters. So yeah, it's kind of weird almost. So it's good. Yeah. You know, it's good. They'll be able to play with each other. You won't have to, we won't have to watch them as much. Yeah. I'm 13 uh, years older than my brother. I can't do the fucking. 
I like the high pitched one, man. Let's free base and wax, bro. You want free base and wax, bro? That's what I called in. Yeah, dude, let's free base and wax, man. I called in free base and wax with you, Jay. <laughs> my favorite. I'm smoking bong right now. That's why I called. Oh, that's so fucking awesome! Holy shit, dude! Let me turn it on, man. I got I'm 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 back to using the electrical nail, man. It's uh, it seems like I get the best hits for it overall. All the other stuff is just kind of gimmicky, you know, like the nectar collector and I did the, the honey badger is pretty nice, but it's fucking I don't like the mouthpiece on it, so I'm getting another one uh, shipped to me instead. Dude, don't spend don't spend three hundred dollars on crack pipes, bro. That's all I'll say. You did it okay. once, don't do it again. Yeah, no, I know it's, yeah, it's, I, it's I a free base me mechanism, but still. It's very base headish. Let's buy a graphics bong or something cool, you know? Like let's get a bong that's like like a Jerome Baker. You remember the old glass things that were all like artsy fartsy? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I the nectar collector the nectar collector looks like um they just look very dirty, don't they? Like they look all <laughs> like you're up to something worse than what it actually is. Yeah, a little bit. All all the wax stuff, yo, because you know you're heating stuff up and <laughs> And no, and no one trusts you when you're heating stuff up. That doesn't look right. So, like even right now, the with the electronic nail, it's got a coil, a metal coil, coiling around the, the quartz uh, bulb or the banger, as they call it. And and it looks like you're doing something wrong. It does. Well, yeah, that's yeah. It. like I've, I've done dabs and stuff, you know. But I just always thought it was funny because it's like you know, younger kids. Well, they only do dabs. You know, they don't smoke flour and shit. And like when I first started seeing those around, I was like, wait a second, that's that used to be the crack pipe speed meth pipe that they sold at the head. You remember a head shop? Oh, yeah. That's what they call it in Detroit, right? It's called a head shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you go to the head one. shop and you buy your bong or whatever. But then over off on the side, they always had like the hardcore drug paraphernalia. At yeah. The time, you know? Yeah. Like, I know, the, like what you're talking about. The hardcore shit. And that's what a lot of those rigs and stuff always look like to me. That's why I, I do the. Let's free base some wax, bro. Yeah, because that's what you're doing, man. Oh, mine's ready. Almost ready. It's at 720. I, I do this shit around 750, I think, which is probably hotter than I should be doing it. But you actually, you actually, you actually have like the temperature, like the last thing where I had, I had a volcano thing back oh, those were cool. years ago. Remember those volcano deals? But that oh was yeah, just I like had herb, one at one point. For herb. I never got too deep. In, I have a wax like a, the vape pen, like I have the vape pen thing, but you can put flower dabs or liquid in. Oh, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Those are yeah, meh at best, I think, because they're trying to do too many different things, so they don't do anything yeah. really well. Yeah, it's just like the little pen deal. I, I Like, you have to get to a specific temperature and all that kind of deal with what you do, right? Like, you got to put yeah. a temperature gauge and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, it has. This one has a temperature gauge, which is nice because supposedly smoking wax at different temperatures has different, you know, effects and so on and so forth. Uh, and oh, really? supposedly, and supposedly, if if you if you heat it too much, you'll you'll then you'll be burning it instead of vaporizing it, and and it will like yeah. you know, uh, then it can start release carcinogenics and not and not be as healthy and yada yada yada. On the other hand, you know, uh, most of the uh, dab rigs that I've hit over the years were just. Uh, hold on a second, I got a little dog that wants my lap. Before the electronic nail, all I did was heat things up with a fucking torch. <laughs> so, which was not very, you know, temperature specific. Yeah, and, that's like they, they they would just heat it up at like they heat the little the little doohickey up. You could get that thing all hot, and then they would just drop the dab on it, and then you like, and then they put the little glass thing over it, like on a bottle. Right, right, right. 
Yeah, well, and, and the thing with that is there's supposedly techniques. They're like, oh, if you heat it up for 30 seconds, let it sit for 30 seconds before you hit it. And, you know, with the yada, yada, yada you know, you're supposed to get timings. And if it's a, if it's a, t- a titanium nail, you can see from the color and all this bullshit. And I don't care that much. <laughs> the, I, the electronic nail one's very nice because it's very consistent. You just turn it on, wait a minute or two, and then hit it. But uh, uh, well, I give you, I give you. Pro- mm-hmm. You're a couple years older. Than, I'm 44. You're like 47, right? Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so like, yeah, the the effort. It, like I like I say, I'm still old school flower, dude. <laughs> it seems like too much effort for me. <laughs> like, you know, okay. I, I believe we were, I was speaking earlier about the entire. I don't do stuff in moderation. So. <laughs> Oh like, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not surprised in the least bit that I'm free basing wax, man, because it, it it's based at the top end of smoking. Uh, you know, of doing smoking pot. Like right now, I don't even think uh, regular herbs would do shit to me. I yeah, can smoke they, it all day and probably not get much of a high. That's pretty much what I'm like. It's more of a equivalent of what someone who smokes Marlboro Reds are probably for me or whatever. But I'm a fucking maniac, so I have to smoke bong rips every time I try to quit. I end up wanting to beat up, beat someone's face, and so everyone tells me, uh, "You should probably just go back to smoking pot." Oh, <laughs> so, well, <dude. laughs> but uh, going too hard—that makes me too lazy. So I, I got like a whole regiment where I go, I go like sativa for my day buds. Like I, I try not to. Like right now, I'm not smoking as much. Like it's afternoon. I just found out my wife's pregnant, so I'm getting, getting high over here. But uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think I, I think I earned that. But she, uh, but like overall, I try to do like. There's one strain of weed. It's called green crack. And I used to grow this shit. And I actually, like, for all the stuff they say about weeds and stuff, you know, they all, this does this and that does that. And, uh, yeah. Some of them make you sit on the couch and stare at your foot more than the other. Sativas will make me get me up and going and doing oh, stuff dad, more than indicas, obviously. So, like, green crack, this is the one weed, though, that where I actually, like, like, I noticed, like, fucking a half hour later, I cleaned my room. This shit, there's something in this shit where, like, you <laughs> focus and get shit done, right? So that's the one strain where it's like, yeah, if I can get that, I'll, I, I know to regiment. You go sativa for your day buds, and then you smoke indos at night. Chill yeah, out. it's hard to find sativa, though. I I've, I've found that to be true, which is not surprising since it's quite a bit harder to grow. Uh, like, when you look uh, at the dispensaries or the online things or whatever, I would say 70 to 80% of what they have is either straight up indica or an indica mix. And if you check it out, it's normally indica dominant. Yeah, everyone wants the indica dominant. Everyone wants the OG Kush to get. They want the CBD more than they want the THC rip, is what it is. They want the, right. the, the body high. As well. yeah, I want the fucking head high, dude. I like the psychedelic part. You know, I want the THC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then until bedtime, <laughs> and then, then I want the then I want the indica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same way. I don't uh, do that at all, though. I just because because I, I buy wax by according to what's on sale, <laughs> and it seems like yeah. a big deal for so. So, and, well, and, I, and, but they have the same thing with indica and sativas and stuff. Well, I grew for so long that like it became like uh, like friendship currency. You know, you grow and then you got all this fucking bud. And if you smoke the same bud or strain for too long, you get used to it. It goes away. You know. Oh, yeah. good to switch up strains and stuff now it's like I, I know like out here the industry the way the industry works with growers and stuff it's so flooded and mass produced that like everyone all the dispensers everyone's just looking for a thousand dollar pound like all anybody wants anymore is they want a pound for a thousand dollars used mm-hmm. to be a qp was 1200 back when i was a kid it was 1200 for a quarter pound oh, now yeah. they want a pound of the best shit for a thousand bucks so 
you go to a store, like I used to hang out at my buddy's dispensary and it was all Skywalker. It was all uh, Skywalker OG, but everybody and their mom was growing it this one year. So next thing we know, we're renaming it uh, exhibit would come into our shop. So, okay, now this is the exhibit OG. And then <laughs> fucking uh, James Worthy came into our shop, the Worthy OG. And then you're just always making a new type of fucking strain. But it's all the same shit, you know, at the end of the day. So you might as well just get whatever's cheap because you know you're going to be back in a few fucking days because you're a drug addict. We're all drug addicts. <laughs> We're all fucking, you know, get your fucking fix and be back a little later. I don't know. That's my, that's my thought on it. Is it, it. Unless it's really super uber dank, you're all, it's all pretty damn close. You know what I mean? Maybe wax right, is right. a little different. But, uh, anyway, I get, you know, I always call in to your show and fuck around to a fake voice. And fuck with you and bust your balls. So I'm all happy. I figured I'll call in and say hello to you for a change. As well, the real person for a second. All right. Or, yeah. Uh, but don't, don't feel right. free to call in all the time. The, the, the high voice one first. I don't know why it fucking makes me laugh, but it does. It cracks uh, me up. Yeah, bro. Okay. I'll hang out. I mean, I can yeah. hang out like this all fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Don't try to outbase me, man. That makes me feel that makes me feel inadequate all of a sudden. I have my wife for that. I don't need anyone else's help. How's this <laughs> one? I feel really like kind of stony with this one, man. That's definitely very. It makes me talk a little slower. Feel very Jasperoli. Yeah, it's very Spicoli like. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a good one as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see what you're talking about because fucking when I was growing, we grew uh, several different strains. And part that was, and we rotated back and forth between them because you know if you smoke the same thing for too long, as you mentioned, yeah, you know, not only does it get boring, it seems like it has less effect on you. So we tried to rotate like um, we had like four different uh, mother plants that we rotated, but uh, it ended up being the same two mostly back and forth because the other two just didn't grow very well. You ever notice that some some shit that I, it's, I don't know if it's because you had a shitty mother or what it was, but they just don't like yeah, the growing sorry. conditions that you're giving them. Certain strains were just forget about. Like uh, Bubba Kush was always great for me. Like I had my mother Bubba. I fucking made so much money with Bubba. God, I miss Bubba. <laughs> but then I did like uh, Super Silver Haze and all these stupid fucking hybrid strains. And that's like I was about to try to make my own strain and do all that stuff when I was down the rabbit hole on it because it's not that hard, but it's kind of stupid because again, um, everyone starts trying to make a hybrid and they're going to make their own strain and shit, blah, blah, blah. You're better off getting a really good, strong sativa for your day, bud, or a really good indica, like a Bubba for your night, bud. The hybrids always don't give you like, they don't give you enough of either. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and and you're right. And some of them just don't like to grow. Uh, I, knew, I That's how I found out that sativas are a bitch to grow. Because the with the exact same system that we were getting, um, I want to say like four ounces or five ounces or six ounces. Uh, I, I always the, do sativas. I almost yeah. always would do sativas outdoor because, well, I'm in California, number one. Uh, right, right. But also because Sativa already has that earthiness, citrus, dirt weed thing, you know, like that's Sativa is usually what an old school dirt weed was from back in the day, you know. 
Oh, right, right. Now, White Widow was, a def- was, was, uh, White White was definitely our better one. Yeah. I smoked that in fucking Amsterdam. Dude. I, I, when I, my first day in Amsterdam, I smoked White Widow at AK-47. Oh, I'm, man. Yeah, I'll, still, I'll still get those. Like, those are OG strains, though. That, like, what I'm saying, like, those ones, you could always tell those actually work. Like, you could tell a difference between the strains. Nowadays, it's cookies, gelato, birthday, right, cake, right. all the same shit. It's all off of one string. Like, like everything that says OG, right? That's right. all Larry OG, Tahoe OG, SFB OG, and Skywalker OG are all actually like the same strand that got split up between three or four bros back in 98 or 2000 or some shit. And it took it around. So, it's the same strain, you know, like right, it's got right. four different fucking names, four different mother plants went up, but it all comes to the same thing. Right. Now I did know. Okay. No, no, I did notice, like, for example, uh, I had a, I wasn't a big operation in it, uh, at all. I think uh, when at its biggest, it was three 1000 watt lights over three trays to give you an idea for the flowering section. Um, but before that, we, we went, we were, when we were still learning, we went smaller uh, but the white widow was one of the ones that we picked up early and always had luck with, but even on the smaller one, for example, we would get like two ounces from the white widow and then like a quarter ounce from the, the sativa that we were trying to grow. Yeah. Uh, yeah Moby was the one that, that we had. That was the sativa. It was a fucking amazing plant Had super duper, uh, red hair looking, uh, buds, but it didn't produce fucking shit. See, I never got, yeah, I had like fucking like that super silver haze and some, some orange tangy, some shit like that. I hate it when they do the fucking orange or strawberry. Or they give some tell you with some fucking flavored thing. You know it's gonna yeah. suck. Um, so my blue dream though, that grew fucking great. That uh, that one used to go really good for me. And then yeah, most of the other ones I ever did suck. But I think I'm pretty sure blue dream was a hybrid. Uh, what do you think of the cheeses? That's because there's a bazillion of those out there now. The cheeses? Yeah. Yeah, blue cheese. That's uh, that was always England's main wheat. That was their like chronic or Indo blue cheese OG back then. Uh, now, but like so, then yeah, I hear cheese cool. Like if I hear diesel, diesel <laughs> was the New York shit. Diesel yeah, we we New York, we were New York diesel. That's right. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that one. New York diesel. We did um like. Chemdog and Diesel, I think, is what makes Bubba. Um, mm. Like, I used to, like, back in the late 90s, or, well, you've seen my posts. I'm kind of a douche nozzle. And so I've done a lot of stupid <laughs> stuff. And so, yeah, I would do some of the dudes that grease shit like that back in the late 90s that would become kind of gnarly strains. Like, I, I wish, I saw these seeds, right, that they smelled the most, like, what would become OG Kush, that dank, really funky smell. But back right, then, I, right. I had these seeds that they were just called, it was like an Afghani Kush, or a, it was an Afghani back then. Yeah, That's yeah. Like where it all comes from, the Kush Mountains or whatever. But yeah, like, I, I wish I tried to grow that one, but it was too late. I had some uh, original Jack Hare seeds that I actually got from Jack Hare. Uh, like, so come around a lot of that stuff. But the the East Coast was diesel. 
in London was blue cheese. I don't know what you uh, Midwesterns smoked. I don't know. Northern Lights, possibly. <laughs> yeah, that was an old one. Northern Lights yeah. or uh, Alaskan Thunderfuck. Do you remember that one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now it's funny, though, because I, I have a friend who's about uh, probably 10 years older than me that I work with. Um, he's very grumpy, grumpy and obstinate, uh, but I like him anyways. Yeah, he's hard to argue with, though, because he, he doesn't want to listen to what you have to say. He makes a statement and he's done. He is 100% convinced that the weed he smoked in the 70s was better than the weed now. No, he's just, his tolerance wasn't as good. Uh, right. Now, yeah, yeah. Well, he said, yeah, we just, well, we had stuff like Maui Waui, and you know, the, and he named off a couple of the old '70s type weed, and you know, it was oh, it was still way better. You know, this Hawaiian shit I had was better than anything to this day. Yeah, and, you know, and he yeah, gets that's, the weed. That's yeah. utter bullshit because I've smoked that stuff. I was in L.A. when I, I first smoked bombs in like '91 or '92, right? And then they were still they did the uh, uh, chocolate tie tie buds were the like kind of. Yeah, this thing's fucking annoying to talk in sometimes. All right, so it used to be like tie buds, tie buds, and uh, like it was called chronic. You called it. It was called hydroponic chronic. Uh, mm-hmm. So you wanted indica or indo or tie bud, right? No one even really said sativa back then. It was so you wanted like Hawaiian tie or chocolate tie, and like my stepmom's uh, sister was a. Pull the fuck up. She'd come home. She'd come out from Hawaii and smoke with her 16-year-old me, and uh, she'd bring her her husband grew Hawaiian Thai buds out in Hawaii, and it was it was bomb shit. But it's bomb shit compared to what's going on in '91 or '92. Right. And yeah, if you're smoking bud in '91, '92, and you smoke something that's super dank, you'd have been blasted the way you did today. But like, he's probably smoked other shit and whatever you get your tall it's it's not it's there there's scientifically it's way more potent than it is now you know but yeah. i do remember all that stuff i had those seats and shit i was always a bit of a bud connoisseur back then so right and i tried to show him the chart that, that shows how much um, the thc content has went up in the last 20 years um and how uh and he he made the argument that it didn't matter that you know everything else in the seventies had like a two or three percent uh you know um THC content, which it did. <laughs> the stuff he was smoking was way better. And I go, Well, yeah, it's objectively better, but let's say that your weed that you were smoking was twenty times better than the weed that you had. That'd still make it less than the fucking THC of the not so great stuff around right now. Well, even the Dude, even the High Times guys, the people that like, like you used to, I'm sure you used to buy High Times magazines oh, and yeah. shit back when you were a kid, yeah. yeah. And so, like, even in those old High Times magazines and stuff, you know, there's serious, like, like there was serious cultivation back then. So, like, you go up to NorCal, if you went to Humble County, which is, you, I'm sure you've seen that Emerald Triangle documentary on Netflix. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've seen that or not, but that that even back in the day was like that's where you rolled up if you were brave, you'd go up there and try to score weed from the from people up there. And they had super dank indica buds, which would be nowadays, you know, remember it was called they had BC buds, which was Vancouver shit, British Columbia mm-hmm. bud. Um, all that stuff is still comparable. I mean, you could still throw that in a jar and sell it at a dispensary now, but as far as like the super dank or like, you know what I mean, like something that you're gonna someone like back in the day, it used to be sixty-five bucks for an eighth, right? Yeah. Three point five grams. You know, nowadays you get an eighth. I can get an eighth for twenty-five bucks, twenty bucks 
of pretty much that same quality stuff. You know, right, there's right. still $65 and eight stuff out there. It's just way stronger. You know what I mean? And it right, doesn't, and right. it still doesn't, doesn't still, it still doesn't get me as high as it did when the nineties, when I didn't have a super high tolerance. If you're older yeah, and you've been yeah. smoking your whole life, of course you're not going to, it's never going to be new again. It's never going to be like it was when you first you're chasing the dragon. Like it's, you know, like, Oh yeah, definitely. And it's funny cause Back in the day, I think like in the '90s, early '90s, when I was smoking, average weed I think had like four or five percent THC. You know, like I'm talking about like yo know, Mexican brick weed, just the average weed you're gonna get from this you know with no connections. Um, yeah. And but I could get something, but that was like twenty dollars for an eighth. Uh, you know, you could end up or like thirty five for yeah. a quarter. You know, yeah, like sixty fucking, for the ounce. So it used to be like right. fifty or sixty bucks for the ounce of Mexican brick buds, and then. And you had to spend an hour getting all the seeds out of it. Right. And then you end up with like a little bit more than a half ounce <laughs> instead of an ounce. Uh, yeah. And those, and those would go, those would go as, as high as a hundred dollars an ounce if you didn't know the right people for it. Yeah. Um, but uh, then you could buy something, you know, like called early pearl and it was like 35 to $50 an eighth. Um, and it was amazing. It was, it, t- uh, it was great, bud. but realistically speaking, instead of like three to 5%, it was probably like 10%. Which blow you the fuck away because you're used to this like three or four percent fucking weed, uh, so it's like three or four times uh, stronger. But compared to di- to today's weed, it's not even half as strong as the average shit. Well, and that's the funniest thing is if it doesn't have the right CBDs and stuff in it anyway, you could like I've gotten stuff where they go, oh, this is thirty percent THC, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I'm I'm not high really. I don't feel high. I'm not really tripping, or it's not mm-hmm. doing much for me. Because there's no C- then you look at it, there's no CBDs in it, there's no anything else. So it's just a really high THC content, and that's just on their label, you know? So right. I don't know if it's true or not, but I know I have noticed that, like, if you get, like, uh, you know, there's a thread on the OG about dispensary weeds. And I hate, I like, I order from dispensaries now because all my illegal shops keep getting raided and I'm tired of going out. But right. the dispensary shops, they do, they sell you, like, I'm looking right now, this shit I've got in front of me is, it's this fancy glass bottle, you know, like this glass bottle probably is a dollar to have made and labeled, you know? Right. And that's not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but your packaging, you're paying for that extra packaging that this dick put on. And then they put an eighth into this glass, this glass jar, right? Well, when you put an eighth into a glass jar, it's going to dry that shit out. So all this dispensary weed is always, almost always over dry. And if you do, like, you know, when you grow bud and stuff, you know, like, you're sitting there looking at trichromes with a fucking, my, uh, a fucking magnifying glass when you're growing and shit to try to get the, them perfect, this perfect clear amber color is when you're supposed to pull your buds, right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Want it to be clear and then starting to turn amber. If it's too foggy, it's going to be pretendo. It's not going to have enough of the content. It's too amber. It's going to be too CBD. You're going to just sit there with couch lock, right? So you're trying to get this perfect, this perfect, This you're trying to pull it at this perfect time and dry it out at this perfect time and have it this perfect amount of like a moist, dry, but not too dry, you know? And then they do this shit and then they throw it into this fucking jar and it gets all dried out and gross. And all this stuff I get, I get all these different brands. They all do the same thing because uh, weed is like a banana. It starts off green, it goes to yellow, and then it goes to brown. And so 
these guys prepackaged all this shit that they were planning on selling, you know, back in fucking June or some shit, or 11, 3.20. So this was just packaged two months ago. This has been sitting in a jar for two months. So yeah, it's good, but it's all, it's not nearly as good as if you got something from a dude that, it, that maybe not, might not have as high of a content, but it's fresher. You know what I mean? Right, right. Now, uh, when I was growing, and the only reason I, I, I'm not trying to grow again is because I smoke wax, so it's not really an issue, because you want what, what you say is 100% correct. Um, despite the fact that me and my roommate were not experts on this by any means, um, we had no problem at all selling our, any of our extras easily. It's because, it, for us, it's kind of like, became like a, almost like a small batch thing as far as like beer goes, because it was yeah. just him keeping track of every single step uh, along the way, making sure that this small batch of stuff was as healthy as possible, using the rights, the chemicals, testing this, that, and the other. Uh, it's hard to beat what he was producing. And I say he, because when I say we were growing weed, I let my roommate do the day-to-day -day stuff. I, I understand the concept of how that works, but honestly speaking, he was, he did a lot of the grunt work and I paid for everything. So that, that was our division of labor. Um, but the fucking, it, it, you couldn't be people. People wouldn't even let us wait to, for it to fucking cure. <laughs> you know, we get it. It's, you know, we get it drier and, and they want it. We're like, dude, it's just barely dry enough to smoke. Oh no, no, no. Uh, we sold it at a reasonable price and it was way better than anything you can get at the dispensaries. The only issue that I had with it is since it, we, it, the people went through it so quickly, I never got to cure it. <laughs> you know, I'd like so that, to have done that properly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've had bad cures. So that, that's something that you got to do correct or like sometimes like i've had stuff where i pulled and i haven't really cured it that well and it came out good sometimes i think it's just the strain and the genetics you know like i've yeah. had stuff that uh i've had stuff that cut that uh that i was so dank and i thought it was gonna be the best shit ever and i put that shit in those jars to cure it and it came out like fucking full-blown hay buds dude like <laughs> so like a big fucking thing of hay after i was so bummed out and i've had other <laughs> stuff that i let I let dry too long before I stuck in there to cure. So it got way too crispy. I yeah. stuck those in the jars and those things came out better, you know? So like, it's all kind of hit, like it is hit and miss with that shit. Like it's a art form is this, like, with that, oh, like it's oh, a stupid oh. art form, but there is an art to this shit, you know? Oh, very much yeah, so. Yeah. Right. You, put, you, you put it in jars and like, like the first couple days, the first couple days I wouldn't even put them in jars. I just like, we had like these big round Tupperware things. Uh, yeah. that I would, that I would use to dry and you like, you open it up and burp it a couple times a day to, you know, make sure it doesn't get, you know, uh, too moist in there because the heaven help you if you get mold on it. And, uh, it, the weed's so cheap here now that I don't really have any desire to grow. Cause, um, if I grew, it would mostly be stuff that I would turn into wax anyways. So anyway, my, my, uh, my buddy's last, uh, the last grow I helped, uh, I did his trim on what a year, year or two ago. It was funny, dude. We were, uh, we're sitting there trimming, dude. This guy has a full warehouse in the valley, like a big, long, a big setup, dude. Like you, a pretty big warehouse, like um, probably a, like a few hundred plants. You're going down okay. like one one warehouse on either side of you. You've got fucking trees in one room, and then there's another room where that's the drying room. And then there's another room where there's the mothers and the cultivation and the bait. Right. It was a pretty, it was a pretty good setup. Right. And, uh, this motherfucker didn't pay his electric bill for a year and a half. Right. Oh my. So we're in the middle of fucking trimming 
and the guy shuts the lock. They shut the power off on this dude. So he's like, well, what the fuck, dude? He goes, he tries to find out. Uh, he goes, he's trying to find out what's up. Why, why is my power off? You know, he knows he why. Though, what the fuck? Well, he has a he has a hundred and fifty thousand dollar DWP bill that his it's in his partner's name that he had a falling oh, out oh. with. Oh, so yeah, that guy's been off the lease for two years. There was no reason for you to have kept this power on because this guy hasn't even been on the lease in a well over a year. So, like, <laughs> he, he this fool got away with like he took his last his last grow, sold it or whatever. But he was done because it's like all anybody wanted were thousand dollar pounds. So they didn't care about quality anymore. They just wanted a thousand dollar pound because everyone like out here they sell eights like five gram eights for uh, 30 bucks, 35 bucks, you know, and get a, usually get about half ounce for 80 an Oscar for 160 now. So it's right, really, yeah, yeah. it's way cheaper than it used to be like 300, 350 for an Oscar. And so oh, yeah. uh, it's just not, there was no money in it for him anymore. It wasn't worth it to him to risk what he was doing, but he took his last, like he straight got away with fucking murder. This guy had, I like I was just sitting there helping him trim and stuff and the, the DWP guys out there just flipping out because I'm sure it was his ass that apparently let the DWP go and didn't he didn't turn it off and my buddy's just sitting there like yeah no that was my old partner he hasn't been on the lease for years we're just wondering yeah what's going on yeah that you're gonna have to get a hold of him about that he pays the <laughs> DWP <laughs> so <laughs> yeah oh uh, isn't trimming a pain in the ass by the way that's one of my least favorite things involved in the entire growing process Oh, it sucks ass, dude, and especially when you get paid by the pound. So, like, mm-hmm. you get paid by weight, right, when you do trimming. So, yeah. like, there's some dudes that are fucking – some dudes can do it, and they just sit there and fucking knock it out. They they just – they got the little – they're these little pruning things, little, little pruning scissors, and they don't give a fuck. They, they knock it out. Their shit looks perfect. Me, I'm sitting there trying to be an artist and make sure I get the water leaves. <laughs> I don't cut into the buds. You know, you're trying to make shit look pretty the way, because, you know, well, you're the way you would want it. Yeah, yeah the way you would want it. it, as opposed to the guy that doesn't smoke weed over here who's just treating it like a product and getting it out. All the all the stoner dudes are just sitting here all fucking baked. And, like, you're supposed to wear gloves, but if you don't, all the weed just kind of seeps into your body and you get, like, you can make you call it finger hash. Oh, you yeah. Know? Uh-huh. Like, you make the, <laughs> by then, you got just a big ass ball of finger hash feeling all right but you didn't make nearly as much money as the dude that was just jamming you know <laughs> yeah yeah and uh and we even bought uh a, a trimming device uh uh it looks like a, i'm sure you've seen it before it looks like a big salad bowl with another big salad bowl on top of it have you seen that style of trimmer a salad bowl no okay think of a big okay it looks like a think of a big metal bowl uh and, and inside that metal bowl is like a mesh tray and underneath that mesh tray is a series of like wires that spin around, like uh, uh, mounted on, you know, like five or six of them that spin just underneath the mesh tray. So what mm-hmm. you do is you uh, put a whole bunch of weed on the mesh tray, and then you take the lid of this device, which looks like another big salad bowl, uh, but on the top of it, it has a whole bunch of like rubber finger things. Um, so you take it and close it down onto the, the bottom one, and on top of it, there's a handle. And when you spin the handle, it moves both the rubber things uh, on top of the grate and spins the wires underneath it. So basically what it does is it rolls the buds around on this grate while the wires underneath it trims them. And it doesn't, like, fuck the weed up? 
No, no, uh, no, no. It, it, it works great. Uh, so I've seen people say that they, they that they, they think it roughs the, the buds up too much and loses trichromes, but I don't believe that to be true. Uh, it, it was great. It was a, it was a fucking lifesaver. I'll tell you that much. You could just make a keep off of that anyway, or keep or make some hash or something. Right, did, right. Did, you, yeah, did exactly. you ever do like? Did you ever try to make the ice hash out of the with your in the washing machine? No, uh, yeah, I was always I, I never really messed with that. We made wax before uh, with with the butane method, uh, just small batches because we didn't have the equipment to make it uh, right in, in large batches. You know, we yeah. in small batches we were able to purge it sufficiently to not be an issue. But well, in large amounts you start to need equipment like vacuum chambers and shit like that to do it right. Yeah, they had so like they had these bags, right? And you, you throw all your trimming into it, right? And you mm -hmm. throw it into a washing machine. Huh. And the washing machine, throw it in this washing machine, let it go, right? And it comes out where it like would separate the all the all the you know trichrome all the stuff from the leaves. And, really? And it was a cool thing. I, I forget what it's called, but it's like a look up a hash bag or something a hash making machine. But it, you just throw it in a washing machine. It was cool. You can make like blonde hash out of that with your extra trimming. The huh. my 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 wife's dad is an old seventies hippie like has a big big house with a big a lot of land so he used to grow back in the old days and so he hears that i'm growing a little bit he comes out with this like 1970s fucking chemistry book uh, <laughs> on how to make like proper old school hash like with all these like beakers and shit i was like, i'll blow myself up bro like oh, you can do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the, wax, the wax is pretty easy. All it's all it is is you take either your trim or your buds, depending on the quality of the wax that you want to make, and and you shove it all into this uh, glass container. Uh, it's about the size of my penis, so yeah, I don't know. Like, the butane to make the butane one, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and, and it, it's just a glass container uh, with like a little hole in one end that you can uh, stick the uh, butane bottle uh, nozzle in and the other end you normally co uh, cover up with like uh, a couple coffee filters or, or or a couple other things normally just like uh, two or three coffee filters of the the unbleached ones that you put on with like uh, some rubber bands to hold it underneath there then you just take the butane bottle without shaking it um, and uh, you just spray it into the uh, into the container on the Ooh. underneath it you'll have like a, a dish um, this is where people get into trouble uh, the best way, method to do this is to do it on a hot dish, <laughs> you know, um, to help it bubble off the, the butane. So most people would put like a, uh, a hot plate underneath a bowl or something like that. Um, and I think that's when people end up blowing themselves up because when you involve that heat aspect to it. Yeah, a lot of people are blowing themselves up in L.A. for a minute there. Yeah. Now, well, here's the thing, you know, and I had to, when I told people that I did it before, they had some concerns. Are oh, you going to blow yourself up? I'm like, no, I would do one, two, maybe three tops uh, um, bottles of fucking butane. You're not blowing anything up with three bottles of butane. These are people that were doing dozens of bottles or hundreds of bottles in their in their in their garage, making it on a large so, scale. Yeah, they're they're basically yeah. the jack off that would have done the meth factory in a hotel room back in the '90s and blown themselves up. Yeah, that's what exactly. it's like nothing like la obviously being the land of ridiculousness uh it's nothing has changed it's just now the hotel room blows up for a different reason it, you know, <laughs> like back in the day i had a buddy uh fucking twacker uh he got caught yeah he did the full like he got out of jail he was out of jail for like a month or two next thing you know he gets spun and he's creates the meth lab 
in the, the motel. And this was like a common occurrence during the 90s. It's like, like the way we're known for uh, high-speed chases out here. For a yeah. long time, we had exploding hotel motel rooms for meth labs during the 90s. <laughs> but then everyone went to heroin for a long time. Like, it was like the, the, the shit stain of the 90s went from a, a toothless twacker to someone that started smoking opium and oxycontin, all the pill stuff throughout the 2000s and then uh like in the early or like the early 2010s mid 2010s is when like the hotel room started blowing up again we had a good we had a good like 10 year lull but it wasn't <laughs> it's always been dude there's always a hotel room blowing up in the valley or, or la somewhere dude it's gotta be harder than hotel owners <laughs> oh, but yeah yeah, yeah. I am just super duper glad that meth was not in my area when I was like in my teens and twenties and possibly even early thirties. <laughs> because well, yeah, see, that, I, yeah, that, that was, was a uh, bad thing for me. It was big out here. Uh, and a lot of those dudes, they, uh, well, they're all dead. Yeah. That's, that's like the worst one. I like everyone talks about heroin or the other stuff. The tweak is the one I hate the most out of people. Cause those are the mm. thieves. Like tweakers to me, or I when I see a tweaker, I think of a thief. I don't think right. like like I don't think of a drug addict with a problem or something that I feel any sympathy towards. Tweakers are thieves in my in like from from my experiences from that era. You know what I mean? The, see, and I don't they, understand that. I don't understand that one from from and don't I've never did meth, not even once in my life. And being that I'm 47, uh, unless something fucked up happens, I imagine I'm never going to. Uh, but from what I understand, it gives you super duper fucking energy, uh, like you're up for days, uh, and it's super duper cheap. So I don't understand why, you know, tweakers in 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 invariably uh, ended up as thieves because you got all this energy to work and you don't need to make a lot of money to get your meth. I mean, it, am I getting it wrong? From what I understand, you Jeez. can do like five dollars of meth and have it like last you two days or something. Yeah, but it's abuse of anything, and then it's abuse of it. It's just abuse because like. It's it's partially partially drugs are are also partially a ritual. So like smoking weed, you go through your ritual of setting up your dab rig and all that stuff. And you don't think you're doing that and that you don't think that's part of your little session, but it is. You're having a little session going, right? You're getting right. all your stuff ready to smoke. You know, same thing with other hardcore drugs. It's also partially of doing it. So again, the same way we have to smoke more and more weed, they have to do more and more twack. It doesn't, mm. it doesn't fit. You're not, you're not good. Like I've, I've tried speed. It's fucking great, dude. Like shit, dude. Adderall is crystal meth. If you want to try crystal meth and like understand what crystal meth feels like, take an Adderall and then rub the, like rub your scalp. Once you feel like you're, once you feel that you're on the actual drug, drug, rub your scalp. And it's kind of like the same way if you could do it when you're on like ecstasy or the, a lot of other drugs, you'll feel, you can tell that you're on drugs. You just rub the back of your scalp. You'll get this tingle thing in your back, your, and on the back of your neck. That's how, you know, that's why when I took Adderall trying to go back to school and be a good, like a good student, I was like, dude, this is fucking meth, bro. So when, when anyone <laughs> tells me that they have a fucking degree and it, oh yeah, I took mad Adderall through college. Great. You fuck. I should have done that. I had a call. I had a conscience and didn't want to do drugs. Meanwhile, every my everyone I know did fucking Adderall and got through school no problem. I just have to finish <laughs> my math general ed. Ah, uh, yeah, I didn't and, do that whole school thing. But yeah, cool. that uh, dude, I'll smoke with all you motherfuckers, dude. I know, man. 
Yeah, I, do, I still want to. I still want to go to California and smoke with you. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'll smoke with you, bro. I'll fucking smoke. Yeah. With, uh, smoke with you guys in Vegas if I if because I don't know if I'm staying in this motherfucker. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go shit on the rest of the OG and call them flyover fucks until the day I die. Doesn't mean that they're not right about how fucked up California is and that I have to get the fuck out of here. But I'm never gonna let them know that. And you better not snitch me out. <laughs> no, never, man. Yeah. You'll oh, just. Oh, hey, one yeah. one last thing because I know you gotta go. But yeah, I also yeah, want to explain fine. one last thing. Um, oh, you, you're, you have you have this faggot fuck friend named Homeboy eighty eight, and he's a oh, punk oh. bitch, and he banned me the other day. Um, he's always like wondering why I'm laughing at him, and the reason I'm laughing at him is because he's a fucking retard. And so if he's listening to this or around, if I wasn't like actually laughing at him, I was just enjoying him having a meltdown about being so fucking stupid that he got hacked and all his stupid shit. But he saw me like laughing in the one of the one of the um, chat rooms in one of these things where we're listening to him have this little butthurt meltdown. He got all mad and he banned me. And he said, "Jitsu, I want to. I don't understand why you're having so much fun during this whole thing." And and so I just wanted him to know that the reason I've been having so much fun in the chat room and and all that stuff is because he's a fucking goober and he's a goob. He's a fucking dork. And that's all there is to it. And a fucking, he's a UPS driver who's trying to hijack your audience because he didn't have an audience of his own. So, like, I wasn't there. I didn't ban him. I wasn't around with your old co-host's drama. Um, I was listening to you at first. I was stoked. I'm, I'm very happy that you're getting your shit going. And then I went away for a while. Then I came back. And it was some dickhead that was banging boxes and beeping shit and doing fucking weird, stupid voices. And then he called in talking about what he'd do to white boys if they did a cholo accent. He does a fake Irish accent that's fucking rude. Um, so he's just a butthurt nerd. And I just want him to know that for me, Jay Jitsu, not a fake name since all the other people are doing fake names and acting like. No, Jay Jitsu says, fuck you. You're a fucking dork. That's what's up. That's why I'm laughing at you. That's why I'm saying you're a goober. Because you're a fucking goober. It's true. That's all. And so I, that's, and then we'll leave it at that. But I just want him to know that because I'm sure he's around here somewhere. Uh, well, hopefully, maybe he'll call in tomorrow to, uh, with his response. And hopefully, he'll be around for it. Because uh, we are going to be doing a show again tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Uh, hopefully, you guys will all be here. I want to thank Jitsu for calling in. I appreciate Have the conversation, one, sir. You too, boss. Uh, that's Jay Jitsu for those who are wondering, <laughs> as I mentioned, we'll be back here uh, tomorrow at six o'clock. I want to thank the OG army for listening in. And I want to thank all of our new listeners. I see a couple of you guys on there. A couple few of you guys rather. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you tomorrow at six until then. I'm passive Jay and you guys have yourself a great day. Theme tune for the OG. Yeah.